Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Four Quarter Show. I am your hostess with the mostest, aka Mr. Swiss Roll, the main event, the showstopper, Mellow. And right in front of me is a line. So, guys, today no, you're, you're, you're gonna you're gonna do a, a proper. You're gonna do a proper intro on me. I don't have the energy to do a proper intro are you sh- are you after sh- this. Last are you week. sure? Because I think, I think my my intro deserves a better one. Also, are we? Did you post it on Facebook? We are posted on Facebook. All right. Let me. Anyone watching, please share us out. Whether it's on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube. Uh, but I I need you to while I share this on my page, I want you to uh, give me my proper. Intro. Welcome to the Four Quarter Show. Your favorite host, Mello, and uh, the uh, current half time champion by default is a line. There we go. That's so much better. And because of his victory, I had to abide by his his rule. And today I brought over the cap he asked for. And I brought over two different types of cap that you can see on his background. He's gonna bring up here. There we go. We got a little Josh Cabernet. And we have some Sterling Cabernet. There so we go. before we get started, I want to talk about these wines for a second. And it's something a little bit serious that's been going on uh, for a lot of our neighbors out in the West Coast in California. They have been dealing with a lot of fires out there. So, and there was a lot of wineries and and restaurants and stuff that got burned to the ground. And, you know, they're trying to really come back up. So I did my due, 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 due diligence. Wow, sorry. Due diligence to get some and support our friends over there on the West Coast. I know, you know. That's also another home for a line, so he definitely, you know, feels that as well. Yeah, uh, um, I lived in San Diego for three years, so I know exactly what he's talking about. And I am officially, everything's posted. Sorry, sorry guys, I'll make sure everything's posted. We're on Facebook, each of our pages, seeing a sports talk on YouTube. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Tell, won't be disappointed, especially everybody. since this is the comeback week for Melo. Melo, you're not gonna win. You're not going to win. We'll see. We'll see, my friend. God, he's we not. shall see. Because right now, Melo is he's very upset at the way things have gone the last two weeks. And after holding the championship for 10 straight episodes, to lose back-to-back, it doesn't feel good. Yeah, because I'm the real halftime champion. I mean, I don't know how. You're the current. You're not the real halftime I am the real halftime champion. Get used to it. It's going to happen. I, I'm going to send you a record streak here, they guys. They call Mr. Halftime, so I don't know. Nobody calls you that. Nobody calls you that. And we have to decide what games we're going to do for halftime. Well, that's when we get to halftime. So give me my introduction. I mean, the, uh, the better one. Say, I want it with the oomph. I want it with the, and now you're. Halftime champion. And now the chosen one. Superman. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, give me a second. And oh wait, 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 wait. Alright, go, go, go. I'm ready. Introducing my co-host, the current title holder of halftime. Who is just holding my belt, keeping it warm until next week? A line. Yeah, there we go. I already broke our first rule. Okay. <laughs> so 
if you are new to this podcast, let me let you guys know how this works. This is four quarters, which means we have four glorious quarters where Melo and I debate sports. We also have a halftime where that's how we have a halftime champion, where me and Melo do a little gamble, a little wager. Whoever has the best week gets the title and the loser needs to bring the winner, whatever item they want, food, drink, whatever they want to bring. And then we also have an overtime where we discuss anything open topic about our life, whatever we want to talk about. Each quarter is 12 to 15 minutes long, depending on what we want to do that week. We usually talk a lot, sometimes 15. I think this time we're going to keep it at 12. Maybe. We'll see. All right. That's four quarters. All right. So, Eli, why don't you do us the favor of open up, opening up those Ooh. bottles of wine? I'll actually let you decide which one to open. <laughs> uh, let's do the Josh. Perfect. All right, and I'm going to go ahead and probably sneeze right now. Oh, you ready? God bless you. And while he sneezes, I'm here opening this amazing bottle that Melo got me. Man, Melo does, Melo loves buying me alcohol. <laughs> I wish. It seems like it. Either that or, you know, maybe I just lose on purpose so I can buy the alcohol. This is true, but, or you can just win and I get, you know, I can get you the alcohol you want. All right, we'll see what I, well, let's see what I want at halftime because that's what's going to happen next week. Spoiler alert for everyone out there: next week, Melo is going to be the halftime champion. But I'll go ahead and put the quarter one banner up while I sit that up. All right, Melo, I want you to pick what we have our cups that we usually drink up. Unfortunately, today I was going to bring back a previous cup that we used to have in our you know back in the day when we first started. We had our Dragon Ball Z cups, and while we were setting up, I broke it. So. We're going back to last week's Play-Doh cups. Still my favorite cups. What color do you want? Let me get a blue. Oh, he wants a blue one. <laughs> blue, especially somewhere in a uh, Giants sweatshirt today. I'm very bummed today. I'm going to keep mine green. We have more cups and everybody wants to join us sometime. All right. Anyone is welcome. Let's see. I'm going to put the timer up. Uh, and I'm gonna put it for 12 minutes today. Let's see. You know, wait. What's what's the first quarter? First quarter NBA. NBA. Yeah, no, yes. I think but, we're good with 12. Oh. Yeah. I think we're good with 12. You're right. I think the next one I might do 15, but that's for another reason here and there. Give me a second because I closed off something, so I wanna bring it back up. Mellow, I am gonna set the 12 minutes now. All right, quarter number one, obviously the big thing going on right now is the NBA Finals. We're down to game five tomorrow. It's not looking good for Miami. It's not, but we're still not wrong because we predicted seven. You're absolutely right. So we still could be right. And you know what? Don't put it past Miami. Right now, I'm not sure if you saw what Gary Payton wrote to everyone in Miami. Well, I guess to the Heat uh, players. And basically saying, you know, don't count out Miami. We're the Miami effing Heat for a reason. We have that Heat culture, and we got to bring that out and not to count us out just yet. Stop shining the trophy for LeBron and the Lakers because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Although the Lakers did a bold move and are now playing in their Mamba jerseys, which, man, if I'm Miami, I want to win even more. I knew that we were going to do that. That was very predictable. I think you and I talked about it off air. I don't know. I don't remember us talking about it on air, but I 
believe we spoke about it when we were watching one of the games, maybe game two. Uh, no, game three. I think we were watching game three together. Correct. And uh, we talked about it, and I knew they were going to bring the Mamba jerseys out whenever they were. Whenever they won three games, I knew the, the next one was Mamba jersey. Uh, as a, I am a Laker fan. Uh, I grew up watching the Lakers, so you know, I don't want them to win. I love Kobe. Kobe was my favorite player growing up. You know, I, I looked up to Kobe. I loved watching him play, but man, I don't, I don't want them to win. I really want the Heat to come out and and really have a good, a strong game five. Same here. Uh, man, it's just it's tough. What? So do the Lakers now wear the mom jerseys if we take them to game seven games? Are they wearing it every single game now? I don't think they'll do that. I think they they they're using it now because you know they have momentum. They feel that they they they're in essence saying we know we're the better team. We know we're gonna win this because if you if you're not confident or you don't want to risk it, you want to wait till game seven. Because no matter what, it's game seven. You have no choice. You're gonna wear the black jerseys, and you're gonna bring that that momentum. But they, you're gonna bring that confidence in there. But they're pretty much saying we're gonna wear our mama jerseys. We're undefeated. We're gonna win. So, according to the comments here, uh, Daniel, you're saying <laughs> Laker fan. Thank you. Yes, I grew up loving the Lakers. I'm sorry. I, you know, I grew up in. I grew up with the with the Shaq and Kobe era, man. I love my Heat. But what's wrong with being a Laker fan? What's wrong with you know? You, you have a favorite team in the East. You have a favorite team in the West. Something wrong with that. I got a favorite team in the West. Yeah, you got a team like in the West, you know, I root for the Lakers. And I'm guys, I'm from San, you know, I live in San Diego for three years. There's and I'm definitely not gonna be a Clippers so, uh, fan. You should be a, either a Clippers fan, maybe a Sacramento Kings fan. How about you give me a quick toast? Here a little cheers. Boom. All right. But yeah, I mean yeah, you could have been a Kings fan. A Kings fan? No, nah, man. No, nah, I mean Mike Bibby, Peja, Vladi, Chris Weber, Doug Christie. Maybe I am a Kings fan. Your, your, your boy that's behind you was a King, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. White so, chocolate. All right, but tell me, Melo, who do you got for Game Five? I, I feel like I'm very always towards my heart, and again, I don't want to be wrong because Melo's rarely wrong. Just you know, this last two weeks he's been on a slump. So I'm going to say that he take it. I don't think they're going to go out like how everyone thinks we're going to go out. A band finally, you know, showed up last game, was able, was healthy enough to play. I feel like now he's got an additional three days. So why, he should be good. And he played well. You know, it was just certain little things like, man, Jimmy Butler needs to take uh, control of things. So that was my big thing. Yeah, man, I hear you. I think the biggest, the biggest and most important uh, thing that he needs to do is have Jimmy Buckets. You know, not the Heat, Jimmy Buckets. He needs to show up and win the games in the end. Um, like, that's just what it comes down to. He did it in game four. He came out, he scored 40 points, and he acted like a superstar. And now all of a sudden, game, game not he did in game three. Then now game four comes around, and he's just kind of a shell of himself scoring-wise from the previous game. It's kind of what he's been doing all series long. It's what he's been doing all year, and it's worked for us. He's led us to the championship, but now is the moment where we need Jimmy Butler to really be that guy and score at the end, and that's what it comes down to. And He didn't do it last game, so when it came down to the last five minutes, we had no one. Uh, we have three rookies, Duncan Robinson, 
Tyler Hero. Duncan, I think it's his second year. You sure Duncan's not a rookie? Yeah, Duncan's his second year because I think he got drafted by was the Spurs or something. Man, he okay. He's still a young player, but you know we have we have a couple rookies, and it's just none rookie, and he's he's just dribbling, dribble, 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 and shoot. I he I feel he has that doing. He thinks he's doing weight. Honestly, it's the craziest thing. Why would you dribble a hundred times and then score over? Try to score over Anthony Davis. That was really frustrating, but I I also don't blame him because Jimmy Buckets was passing the ball. He was passive. He wasn't really taking it to the basket like he should have. But I, as my preview, last thing is um, Heat will win game five. I think Jimmy Butler will. He's angry. I think he's going to see that they're using the Mamba jerseys. So I think now Jimmy has to become that guy. I think that's exactly what was going on uh, in game was it four. The reason why everything went down the way it did, I think Jimmy Butler just was being too complacent. Because in the first quarter, it looked like, hey, man, the same guy who was in game three, is now here in game four because he went five for five, had 12 points, no, 11 points. Like, he looked great. And then after that second quarter, he went 0 for 2, and I don't even – I think he might have scored, like, two free throws or something like that. It wasn't the same Jimmy Butler that you got in game three or even in quarter one. So I feel like he now has to take that upon himself and say, all right, guys, I know I, I'm not – I want us to all be a cohesive unit and win together, but at one point you have to be the superstar of your team and take him to that next level. So I think he has to be the guy for us, us to win game five, and I'm hoping he does. I'm hoping he's able to, you know, get out of that mindset and be like, okay, it's going through me now. I'm going to attack the paint and win us game five. That we got Danny say, Kendrick, none. Oh, that was another thing. I think I don't think Kendrick thinks he's Dwayne Wade. I think he thinks he's Mario Chalmers. He thinks he's Mario him. Chalmers being LeBron James. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's just he's – he has been terrible this series. It's just unfortunate because he was having an amazing season. He came in number two in the rookie votings, which is amazing. And then, unfortunately, he got COVID, and I think he's been trying to get back into the game. And now we're just seeing him in the finals trying to be the player he was in in the season, and now it's not happening. But what are we going to do? Hopefully, he, we're going to agree. It's going to be all on buckets, and hopefully we win the game. But on to the next time. Oh, you know what? Really quick. Uh, do you think Butler's that guy, though? Do you think he could, he's the guy? I know you were, you're saying he needs to play with that aggressiveness and, and be the superstar, but do you think he has it in him? Do you think he's he can do that? He's never done it in 10 years. Do you think with this team he can become a superstar? I absolutely think he can. Okay. I just think that he his mentality is winning. But what he doesn't – what I feel like he hasn't gotten to the point is that at one point you have to stop relying on everybody and just take it yourself. You have to have that D-Wade 2006 mentality where, okay, I'm not going to go out this way. I'm putting the team on my back, and we're going to ride. That, I feel like, is what Jimmy Butler needs to do. He can be the superstar because he has shown it. He, doesn't, he can do it by passing, rebounding, scoring, but he needs to put it all in himself. He can't be complacent where he's going down the court and he doesn't touch the ball one time, where Tyler Hero has the ball, and then he'll pass it to Duncan Robinson, and then – Tyler Hero gets the ball again and puts up a shot. Like, no. Like, I know you love your rookie, but you need to be the guy. Like, stop having Tyler Hero try to be the guy. No, you need to be that person. I, I Man, I actually disagree with you on this one. I don't think he can be the guy. He can play like the guy, but I don't think he can be the guy. 
you know, he's had 10 years to try to be that person and he just hasn't. I, I know his history. He's always been an underdog in every part of his life. And it's something that, you know, I, I've related to at one point in my life and I relate to it a little bit now. I understand he didn't go to the best schools. Everyone always, you know, used to bring him down. And even now in the NBA, you know, he's, look at us, we're saying he can't, you know, we're talking about him being the guy or not being the guy. But I just think he plays better being an underdog. And now that he had that 40 point game, it, it's kind of, you know, he doesn't, he, now that he's in the moment and we know he's that guy, I feel like he can't show up. He needs to always have that underdog in him. And I don't know if that's just something that that just uh, could affect him. I don't know. But I don't think he has a guy. I feel we need to get someone like Antetokounmpo, which I don't think is a, the, a, a guy either. But both of them together, I feel, can make something happen. So now I'm going to go back to what you're saying about Jimmy. I feel like he is. he could be the guy. Maybe what's in his head right now is what everyone else has said before about him being a cancer and you know, being a detriment to his team. So maybe he's taking that and trying to be more of a team player when he can literally just do it himself. But you see, I don't think he's ever been a cancer. I don't think so either, but that's what that he's been labeled. Yeah, but it's I don't like Melo was labeled that, and I don't think he was a, a cancer either. Uh, I, I'm not sure about Melo. I think Melo, maybe Melo wasn't a team guy like Butler. I feel. Butler is different because I feel Butler just had that aggressive mentality and he just wanted a team that played that played with that that oomph that wanted to win. And if you look at his previous teams, I don't think they had that will to win like the Heat have, and that's what he's been wanting. I think Melo was a great player, but I feel Melo also Melo wants Melo knows he's the guy. Melo wanted to be the guy, and Melo was the guy in really bad teams. So I can understand why maybe. He didn't vibe well with the Knicks that time when Jeremy Lin was popping off because Melo's like, what are you doing? I'm the guy. When I feel Butler wouldn't have had that. Butler would have actually been like, yeah, Lin, let's go. You know, I play well. I, I think Melo's different. Melo knows he's the guy with terrible teams, and then people didn't like that, he, his attitude. So, Yeah, that's true. And apparently uh, Dan agrees with you too. And I'm not saying that Jimmy has to take the last shot. I just think he needs to assert himself more. He needs to not drive it into the paint, have the lane, and just pass out. Like, man, some of those are not smart. Draw the foul on Anthony Davis. That, that was a big thing in game three. Davis was in foul trouble. Their MVP was in foul trouble. So that, that was huge. Yeah, man. Um, but to move on to the next segment, because, you know, it's all love for Jimmy Butler. You know, he, we, we do love him here in Miami, and we appreciate everything he's done for him for, for, this, for the city and stuff. But moving on to an interesting question. Uh, if hypothetically the Lakers win the series, hypothetically, of course, it's the last topic of the quarter right now, who wins MVP for the Lakers? So I'm going to switch over here. That is without a doubt. The brow, Anthony Davis, he's proven to be envy. the most valuable player to the Lakers is Anthony Davis. When he did bad in game three because he was in foul trouble, what happened? The Heat took advantage because he's their most valuable player. He has, what, the second most amount of points in a finals in the Lakers uniform of the first two games ever. And obviously Shaq has number one, but Shaq has something ridiculous, like 40 points in both games. Then you go down to game four, in which at the end, when you know the Heat are trying to make their comeback, what does Anthony Davis do? 
He says, I'm going to take care of Jimmy Butler. LeBron, you step aside. And what happened? Took care of Jimmy. Took Jimmy completely out of the game, and that sealed it. Plus, he made a clutch three at, at, at the end. That was the dagger in that game. So there's And his plus-minus right now is ridiculous as well. I think his plus-minus last game was like plus 17. And LeBron James was minus two. So it just it, there's so many different things that it's Jimmy. It's not Jimmy. It's Anthony Davis is the MVP of the series if the Lakers so happen to win. Hmm. You know what, Mello? Uh, yes, Anthony Davis covered Jimmy buckets at the end. Yes, he had a clutch three. Yeah, thank God. He's a superstar. He better be doing stuff like that. You're going to give him an MVP just because he did his job? He LeBron James has out-rebounded Anthony Davis twice this series. Anthony Davis should not be getting out-rebounded by anyone. By anyone. Anthony Davis is the best defensive player on the court, and I'm pretty sure the tallest man on the court, and he's getting out-rebounded by LeBron James. LeBron James is about to LeBron James is close to averaging a triple double. We're so used to LeBron James's greatness that the fact that he's not averaging the triple double, people are like, oh, he's having an offseason. That man is averaging almost 27 points, 11 rebounds, and nine assists right now. And we're all just waving our, our heads saying, nah, give it to Anthony Davis. Why? Why? He's getting out rebounded. He doesn't assist. And fine, he had two 30-point games. That's it. When they lost the game, he played like he was at foul trouble. He wasn't playing well. That's awful. They lost because Anthony Davis didn't show up. It's not fair to LeBron James. You need you need Anthony Davis needs to show up every game because that's what he does. Pippen always showed up. Jordan showed up. That's what you got to do. So get this nonsense out of there. Anthony Davis deserves to be MVP because it should be LeBron James if the Lakers win the series. If it definitely should not be LeBron James. I'm sorry. The man uh, you keep. Put up some nice little stats there. How many uh, three-pointers has he made in the fourth quarter? So that's where you win MVP because of three-pointers? same, zero, right? So when he can – In the, in the fourth when, quarter, when he, LeBron has a three. He made a look. When, oh, 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 oh. when he can close out the game, he's not. It's Anthony Davis. The, the, when no, they're no. closing out the games, the entire series. The quarter and just actually, ended. And I'm actually – oh, I didn't hear it. Because I didn't want to go – but continue. Anthony Davis has closed out, I'm sorry, not even just the series. He's closed out pretty much the entire playoffs. We're looking at a different outcome if Anthony Davis doesn't go ahead and takes that three-pointer against Denver. Because LeBron James didn't want anything about Why are we it. talking about LeBron Denver James, series? I'm just You're saying, being Skip. All right, Skip Bayless. MVP. All right, He's Skip Bayless. To that team. Okay, Danny, I hear what you're saying. Anthony Davis is deserving of MVP. But he's not going to be the MVP because you know what? Last game, last game, last game in the fourth quarter, LeBron James hit a clutch three pointer when there were seven minutes left and it was a tie game. I believe the score was 83 83. Jimmy Buckets had just tied the game and then LeBron hit this tying three to put him up. And then you're saying this last game? Yes. Okay. That's going to be fact checked soon, guys. Give me a second. No, that's it. Because LeBron is going to VP. The quarter's over. There's no, there's no sense to continue talking about this. LeBron gets all this hate when he is well. He, he is going to be the MVP if 
the Lakers win the series. Which we know that, you know, might not even happen. So exactly. It's all speculation at this exactly. point. Exactly. All right. So quarter's is over. So let me take this off. Quarter number one is over. How are you liking your wine over there, Alain? Man, this is actually a very good wine, Melo. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was actually, it's a, it was a bourbon barrel. So that's why I really, I wanted that one. I'll probably read this in OT. Yeah. Well, OT or halftime? Either halftime. No, nah, I'll read it at OT. Well, it's a halftime drink. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'll read, I'll read it at halftime. Wow. I, I've actually been wanting to buy this bottle. So I, I'm very appreciative that you got it. You're welcome, sir. All right. So the second quarter, I can't wait to talk about this. This quarter. So, by the way, I'm going to go back to uh, before we start. LeBron James in game four. In the fourth quarter, was 0 for 3 from the three-point. So I don't know what guess, game the line was watching. I guess it was in the third quarter. Are you sure? Uh, I'm Last game? Right now, yes. Anthony Davis was 1 for 1, being the one that was the dagger. Then I guess it was in the third quarter where he hit that clutch three. But still, in the fourth quarter, how many points did LeBron James score? How many points did LeBron James score in the fourth quarter? How about you, how about you fact-check that? Yeah, exactly. Don't even bother because you know it was like seven points. He, I won't, I won't lie. He's been coming up clutch scoring points. He's been going to the free throw line and he's making them. He's always so been clutch unusual. in the fourth quarter, man. He's always been a great fourth quarter player. Statistically speaking, he's one of the best fourth quarter players in the history. Uh, a line must have not watched 2000. Oh, okay. I, you know what? I'm saying statistically speaking. On to the second quarter, Melo. And we're going to start off with a very, 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 very important topic that gets me going with, uh, with, with, with everything because. I know it. <laughs> this player, this player, for some reason, I don't hate him. I'm, I do not hate him. I do not have hate for him. This isn't a Skip Bayless hates okay. LeBron James. We're going to talk about Kyrie Irving and his comments that he said recently regarding coaching and about being grateful that he finally has a teammate in KD who can take shots at the end of games. We're going to talk about those comments. Uh, should I go first or do you want to go first? You're up on the screen, my friend. Go ahead and kick us off. All right. So Kyrie Irving recently, he said some comments in KD's podcast, by the way. Not a media podcast, not anywhere random. In a podcast, he decided to say this in. So that don't, let's not blame the media on these comments. These are comments that he said. He said that pretty much the New Jersey I'm sorry, the Brooklyn Nets don't bring me the coach. I see what you did there. They don't need a coach. They do not need a coach. So pretty much Steve Nash is pointless because KD and Kyrie both said that they can both run the team. They don't need one. And then he continued on to say that. Well, how about, how about let's talk about that thing first. Okay. So I'm going to go back over here. And when I found this out, I actually didn't know you were the one who informed me about it. I thought that was extremely uncalled for. Because you have Steve Nash, who, honestly, if it wasn't for those guys, if it wasn't for KD talking him up, Steve Nash probably does not have a job there. They, they're not picking Steve Nash to be their head coach. So for Kyrie to go ahead and say that was kind of messed up, but then you kind of go into like a hostile you know, situation with Steve Nash and then Kyrie and KD. Even though KD, I, from what I've known, he's, he was kind of quiet on the situation. But Kyrie was the one kind of going out and say that. And I can see why, because maybe he sees Steve Nash as, you know, a Tyron Lue who 
just, you know, a guy there to fill in the position. But, man, that's just so bad on your, you know, brand new head coach to go into that situation. And I think it's false. You need a head coach to, you know, guide you to call the plays, like Danny said, a little sus, exactly. So I I didn't enjoy that part of it. I thought that was so uncalled for. Like, normally I'm on Kyrie's side, but not there. Well, it was very disrespectful, you know, for your new coach, Steve Nash, to just say, hey, we don't need you. Clearly, they picked Steve Nash because they knew he was a fill-in. They knew that Steve Nash would just listen to them. Steve Nash was coaching KD at, during the injury, getting him back, getting a shot back and stuff like that. And you can tell Steve Nash is just a pushover, like, hey, do we want you to be coach? They, those two guys are superstars, and usually superstars are the ones that lead teams. Uh, the owners are going to pick whoever they say. And th those two superstars pick Steve Nash. And now they're just out there disrespecting, saying, we don't even need you. Just be there so that we can call the place. And that's what Steve Nash is going to pretty much do. It's a joke. KD thinks they don't need a coach because he went to the Warriors, a team that had already won a championship, who had been to the finals twice, who already had team chemistry, who has three Hall of Famers already. And then you put in KD a fourth Hall of Famer. Yes, Steve Kerr kind of isn't really necessary, but he is necessary because he makes important calls, game time decisions, and is a great coach. So for you to so for you to assume that you went because you went to this great team that yes, Iguodala one day was calling plays and you know you won with Luke Walton, who's actually a pretty good coach, also doesn't mean that you don't need a coach. That just means you went to a, a game, a team that had a great system. And then don't get me started with Kyrie Irving. Dude, what are you saying, bro? You have a ring because LeBron led you there, and LeBron makes every player better. The way he's making AD yeah. into a superstar, the uh, way he made you into a superstar. A and that's all that – yes, but he's making him better. Better. Like, people are saying that, that Anthony Davis is the best player in the world now because LeBron does that to players. And now Kyrie Irving thinks – that he doesn't need a coach. He went to the Celtics, and he thought he was the man, and I don't need a coach. And look, that's why now you're in the Brooklyn Nets, and now you think you don't need a coach, and you think you don't win a championship. He's going to get a reality. These two guys are going to get a reality check because when KD was in the, the, the Warriors, they had a leader. They had Steph Curry. And now Kyrie Irving and KD in a team may be a disaster. But you also can't blame uh, Kyrie because – when he was in the Cavaliers, I'm saying they didn't have a coach, man. It was him and LeBron James doing whatever they wanted. It was Kyrie saving the Cavaliers and LeBron James, giving them that clutch shot to win the final. I that hate that. I hate that. Win. I hate that when so, yes, second no. superstars make these these shots and they're saving people. You're doing your job. So Steve Kerr, when he made that shot, saved Michael Jordan. Is that what you're saying? People make shots. You're supposed to make shots. So I'm not going to say Kyrie saved LeBron when LeBron is the reason that you're there in the fourth quarter and Kyrie, you made a clutch shot. You That's, make it sound like Kyrie was averaging like five points. I'm not making it seem that way. I'm, three I'm making it seem as as you're the second best player in that team. Yes, you should be making that shot, and it's good he made that shot. LeBron was one. Kyrie was 1.5. It was 1.5. Kyrie saw the way LeBron runs teams, and Kyrie thinks he's LeBron James. Kyrie, in his mind, thinks he's a better player than LeBron James. Well, you know what, Kyrie Irving? How about stay healthy? How about play more than 50 games? How about finish a season? And then you can talk about being a superstar. But until I see you actually finishing a season, Chris Paul is still a better basketball player than you. Chris Paul is still a better point guard. And I'm saying it right now. I've been saying it for years. 
Chris Paul right now is still a better is a better player than Kyrie Irving. Who's a better baller? Kyrie. But a better NBA basketball player, who do I want on my team? I'm going to pick Chris Paul because Kyrie Irving would not have done what Chris Paul did with OKC this year because Kyrie would have gotten hurt. He would have gotten everybody pissed or something would have gone crazy. So don't get me started with that. We'll go into the next comment. The next comment, which is my favorite comment, is that he finally has a teammate in KD who can make last-minute shots. Clearly, that was a, a, a jab at LeBron James. Was it though? Well, it's it's a false narrative, is what it is. I don't think so. I think it's just how you interpret it. Because the way I saw it was that one, he's not wrong. He is wrong. He's not wrong. Because because LeBron James wrong. led the team to many victories, statistically Le- speaking. LeBron James wasn't the one taking the last second shot. Sometimes he was. It was Kyrie that no. had to save him multiple times. No. And LeBron, it was, it was Kyrie that was not afraid to take the shot. LeBron James was afraid to even drive into the paint. A lot of times to draw the foul or anything. So for me, the way I took Kyrie's comments wasn't so much as a shot at LeBron. It was more as a, more as a, a, a at the last second he doesn't mind deferring to Kevin Durant, whereas he doesn't want to defer to LeBron James because he's not a great shooter. He doesn't want to take it into the basket because he's also not a great free throw shooter. So to me, it was it was Kyrie saying. You know what? I don't mind deferring to Kevin Durant because I know one, he's been in that situation, and Kyrie played against him four was it three years in a row, no, two years in a row, and saw how great and clutch Kevin Durant was in that big moment. Statistically speaking, LeBron is one of the most clutch players in the NBA. He can take that okay. last minute shot. See, and I, you know what? You KD, KD is easy for him to say that because last time I checked, he went, he was 3-1 in a series, and then they lost against the Warriors. So then he joined the Warriors. And yes, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's easy to take a shot when you have somebody like Curry and and Thompson who are going to take clutch shots and they have to be covered. So KD is there pretty much up to an open shot. So yeah, KD, I'm pretty sure it's easy that you can make a game-winning shot because we weren't talking about that narrative when he was playing with Westbrook. Now, because he has two finals MVPs, now he can take clutch shots. Well, let's see what happens when, when Kyrie Irving's okay, not there. Because no, 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 Now you're forgetting something. When he was in OKC, he was deferring to Russell Westbrook because Westbrook thought he was the man, that it's his team. And KD didn't want to fight with him, so he deferred to him, which is why he ended up leaving. They were up 3-1. And they were up 3-1, and KD right, was just it. fine. They blew it. Yeah, he's, he's again, not that guy. And now he has another Westbrook in his team. Guy. He has another Westbrook in his team. The, in the Warriors, that he was that guy. Watch. Now KD, now KD is going to defer to Kyrie because the type of mentality KD I has. He Watch, he will. See, yes, he will. You want to know why? Because KD, KD won. Kyrie saying the comment that he did is proving that Kyrie knows that KD is better than him. That mm-hmm. And not only that, but they are best friends. KD, KD, KD. went to the Nets because, because Kyrie – Put put his you know one on the table and he's like we're going to the Nets and Katie's like okay we'll go to the Nets that's what happened and then when it comes to the big time shot Kyrie's gonna be like give me the ball because I'm the man watch I don't think watch so. yes I don't think yeah because so. especially we, we don't even know what KD can bring to the table now yeah, we don't even know right. if it's the same KD we don't yeah. even know if Kyrie's gonna be there at the end so we're all we're talking all this nonsense. I hope they bring Paul George and those rumors I keep hearing. Bring, bring another guy into that team. Another guy that's suspect. I hope they don't because that would just mess up uh, Kawhi so bad. Like, 
Man, Kawhi, you should have just stayed in Toronto. You would have been in the finals probably right now. All right, let's move on to the next one, LeBron's rebuttal, which I loved, which I loved. And what did he say? He said, you know what I love about me and AD? There's no jealousy between us. That was a hell of a comeback because it's the same thing that Kyrie did. Kyrie thinks that, oh, why, why are you connecting that I'm saying taking shots to LeBron James? It's the, it's the same concept. If you're saying that there's no jealousy between them, people are going to say, oh, is he talking about Kyrie? Is he talking about Dwayne Wade? Because that's what we do. We talk about things. But clearly he's talking about Kyrie, who's jealous. He's not LeBron James. See, I, I don't see it like that at all. I see it, one, as LeBron James basically stooping down to Kyrie's level, which, oh, the king would never do that. And second, he's admitting then that he had jealousy towards Kyrie. Him saying that is admitting it. And say what you want, man. LeBron James couldn't do it without Kyrie. Kyrie couldn't do it without LeBron James. Oh, last time I checked, LeBron did it without Kyrie first. Last time I checked, Kyrie was having losing seasons oh, in the Cavaliers. Oh, I'm not done. Was having losing seasons in the in the Cleveland Cavaliers, and LeBron had two rings. And LeBron's about to have his fourth thing right now if they win against the Heat. And I don't see Kyrie ever winning the Lakers. Last time I checked, LeBron has done it without Kyrie. Now, Kyrie hasn't had to, you know, pretty much beg for a team. Okay, Harry went to the Clippers. Said, "Okay, I'm gonna have Clippers." He got traded to the Celtics. Celtics. The Celtics didn't have a great team. They had, they have a, they've had a really great team. Who's they did not? They had a team that was like it couldn't get wow. past that. Wow, that they, had Al Hor- they had Al Horford, Jason Tatum. <laughs> you just said Al Horford, Jason yeah, Tatum. He was in Atlanta. They, you put LeBron James in that Cleveland team. I guarantee you they won a championship. Don't even get me started. And you, you know it. You know it, man. You're crazy. No, they don't. All right, let's move on from Kyrie because I can't talk about this guy anymore. LeBron's rebuttal was so true. The next thing we're going to talk He's about is jealous just as much as Kyrie was. Doc Rivers to the 76ers. Are they a contender? Are they a better team now? Let me hear you. Man, I I feel like it's another Clippers. I literally like I, I love Doc, but man, it feels like this. He's just going to another Clippers situation. And the East is just, you know, getting a little bit tougher, a little bit tougher. You're gonna have the Nets now competing. You still have to, Giannis and the Bucks. You have the Heat. Who who knows who we might get that might just you know bring us up. And then the Raptors. They're gonna be fighters as well. So I don't know if he did himself. Well, I mean he didn't have a choice. It was either don't coach or go comment. So I mean I don't mind it. Man, hold on. This just in. Buccaneers are up 1917 against the Bears. Tune in to watch this game because there's a minute and 30 seconds left. And I think the Bears might have a game-winning field goal right now. And I'm, it's going to be crazy. But go ahead, Melo. Keep going. I know. So, I mean, I like the hiring. I love Doc. I just I feel like they're also one key thing away. And I feel like maybe had they treated uh, Fultz a little bit better, that team would be so different. But because they shipped him off to Orlando, they completely messed that up. And they're still missing something. And it definitely is not uh, Al Horford. But you hit the nail. You hit the nail. I don't know. Al Horford's a good player. I don't know why you keep saying he that. He was. Okay. I, don't, I feel like he, one, got overpaid, and two, you hit, he just is whatever. Now. You hit the nail on the coffin when you said they're another Clippers. They're a Clippers 3.0. And what do I mean by Clippers 3.0? Clippers 1.0 was when they had Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, 
and DeAndre Jordan. The best player on that team was Chris Paul, but unfortunately, the other two guys just don't have it in them. Blake Griffin just doesn't have it in them. He's a comedian now. He wants to do comedy. He's doing podcasts. He's doing these things. He, he's not thinking about championships. He's just a really good basketball player, but doesn't have that oomph in him. And unfortunately, Chris Paul, as much as he's, you know, he's he's a, he's like kind of like Isaiah Thomas, but doesn't have that team around him. Like if you put Chris Paul on a team like Isaiah Thomas had, I think he would have won a championship. But unfortunately, he has someone like Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan, which is why Doc Rivers is the only coach in history that has lost. 3-1 leads twice because, which leads me to Clippers 2.0 with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Kawhi Leonard has all this best player in the world nonsense. And it's what nonsense? Yes, it is. And let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain to you why. The first one was not deserving. It was only because he did what Iggy Iguodala did, which is the same reason why Iggy has an MVP because they stopped LeBron James. Do you realize LeBron is such enough. LeBron is such a, an amazing player that if you just worry about defending him, you get an MVP. If Horace Fine. Grant would have stopped Michael Jordan, Horace but, Grant would be MVP. But that doesn't make you the best player in the world. It makes you the best defender in the world. But let me continue. I didn't interrupt you. Let me continue. Kawhi Leonard has done nothing. He won a championship with Toronto, right? A great Toronto team, but the Warriors were hurt. They lost Thompson. They lost KD. That doesn't make you the best player in the world. You beat a you beat a broken down Warriors. You did it though, and you got MVP and you put in the stats. But now we're in a real season now. Nobody's getting hurt, and what happens? You see the real Kawhi Leonard. You see the real Paul George. The same thing as Paul as 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 Blake Griffin and and DeAndre Jordan. You see what they are. They just don't have that oomph in them, which is why they blew a three one lead. Clippers 1.0, Clippers 2.0, and they're going to go to a Clippers 3.0 and be someone who can't stay healthy. And then Ben Simmons, who's made out of the same cloth as Blake Griffin and Paul George. So, so I'm going to stop. I, I can't believe we, we went from Doc being tanked to the seventies to now me having to defend Kawhi. First off, this is not a, a usual season like you're making it sound like. It's not. The quarter's over, but keep going. The season stopped back in March. They had to make a bubble in which the clip none of the Clippers wanted to be. I love that so excuse. So it is not a regular season. And then what happened to, oh, you can't blame who was there and who isn't. So that's why we shouldn't diminish if LeBron James wins a championship this year because it doesn't matter who made it and why the Clippers didn't make it to the Western I'm Clippers. not diminishing his he championship win. Championship I'm not Warriors. diminishing. I'm diminishing. He, did, he put the team on his back. I'm not diminishing his championship win. I'm diminishing calling him the best player in the world. He earned that championship. I'm not making the championship any less. But I'm not going to label him the best player in the world, and we see it now. You said the best player in the world is in the NBA Finals, right? Correct. He was in the NBA Finals last year. Correct. So is he not the best player in the world? How, how can you backtrack on that? It was still Kevin Durant. <laughs> Kevin Durant was the best. Kevin Durant was – I didn't say who had to win the Finals. In the Finals was Kevin Durant, and that man had 12 points in the, I think, the first quarter. He was, he was buckets. He was Tyler Hero before Tyler Hero. He was buckets, 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 and then he just, boom, he got hurt. Oh, boy. Oh, oh. I don't know. Are we behind? Kenny, Kenny, what's going on? Did you just, are you giving us breaking news right now? Because my my YouTube TV says there's still, you know, a minute 30 left. Yeah, but probably. that's the end of the quarter. Clearly, Doc Rivers signing with the 76 is not a good idea unless they get another player. That's what it is. They're missing an end. I don't know who wants to go to 
to Philadelphia. It's a great city, man. It's a great NBA city. It is, but I feel like they need to. It, it's all about the cult. I don't want to say culture because you know we're that heats. Give me your, give me your, give me your one, bro. Yes, sir. But I feel like the locker room and the organization you want to go to, Philadelphia is not right now looking that great, especially the way they treated Fultz. Look at Fultz now in Orlando. He's a brand new player down there. So it's like, what was wrong? What happened in Philadelphia that had you either getting hurt, not being able to play? So unless Doc is going to go over there and switch everything around, it's going to take some time, man. Well, I think Fultz needed a new city. I think he needed a change. I think he needed a change of scenery. I'm not going to blame it. I mean, Philadelphia has some blame as to how they handled him, but I feel he needed a change. But, you know, let's move on to halftime. It's time to move on to the next one. Apparently, we are behind. According to uh, to Kenny, said Brady's so old. And then Danny said that he thought wow. it was third down when it was fourth. Man, pull the J.R. Smith. Oh, man, I can't <laughs> wait to see the reviews later. Oh, I can't crazy. wait to see the what they were talking about the game. All right, so I'm going to put up. It's. Oh, it, oh, oh it's, it's halftime. Oh. Doesn't that shine nice? I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure it says four quarters here. It's gonna say uh F Q S pretty soon. F F Q S right here. Four quarters show, baby. Make sure you have it ready by next week because it's coming around my waist. I'm gonna have it ready. I'm gonna have it ready. Watch. So uh obviously we know by the way, during during the during four during this halftime. You need to. You need to. When you speak to me, you have to say four quarters champion. That's how. That's how we work here on four quarter show. Whenever you want to. I would never do that. Yeah, we. I mean, it's that's part of the deal with the title. Part of the deal. That was the never title. part of the deal. With the title. Yeah. I was never supposed to call you champion. Part of the deal. Anyways, the man who's holding my title, keeping it warm. It's not your title because I have it he, right now. So you can't say it's your title. I'm not going to agree with that. He once again duped me and deceived me. Last week, but no, you know what? I, I'm gonna give him all the credit because I blew it by choosing the damn Raiders. We said, hold on, we even said there's no duping, there's no nothing. I would keep looking at the game. We're sorry. Anyways, no, like I said, I'm gonna give him credit where credit's due. I blew this. I lost halftime by choosing the Raiders. It wasn't him. He didn't beat me. Oh, I beat, I beat you. I guessed it right. I, I, I bank on 4-0. I bank on the Bills going 4-0. I said it on the Bills. Go back just to like the tape. I would have never chosen the Cowboys. Go back to the tape. So it just, it came down to me. I shouldn't have picked the Raiders. I trusted John Gruden way too much. And it's on me. But it's not going to happen again. That's guaranteed. It's a spoiler alert for next week. But anyway. What games are we doing this week? Again, we got five NFL games. If we would have done the show a little bit earlier in the week, I would have thrown in some baseball. Uh, but at this point. Bears make the field goal. They're going to make it. I just see it right now on ESPN. I just saw it right now. Uh, we're talking about baseball later. So I'm not going to include baseball because the week is pretty much over. And we all know who's basically advancing. So, we're going to go through these games. Okay. And I'll start it off with the first game. It's going to be the 
Carolina Panthers versus the Atlanta Falcons. We're not going to do that. The, the Atlanta Falcons are – come on. Yeah. They're the worst – I'm sorry. The Giants are the worst in the NFL. They're not. Atlanta but Falcons are the second We're doing team. that game, and I am choosing the Falcons. We're not doing that – what? For real? I'm choosing the Falcons. And the Bears make the 38-yard field goal attempt. Are you sure? Is that what we're doing? I'm the I'll take that one. I'll take that one. That that one's fair. That one's fair. Oh, that one's fair now, right? We, we should. We're just bitching about it. We can write that one down. Okay, what's the next game that you want to do? Next game, we have the Jaguars versus the Texans. I'll let you pick this one first. It's a fair game. One team is, is defeated and the other one has one winner. Let's keep going. We'll see. I haven't said I haven't said no to that one. I haven't said no to that one. Say no to that of one. course I can say no to that one. I have a choice. Oh, come on. Why do you get to pick the games you lost? I'm picking every game that's you know fair 50-50. No, that's not fair 50-50. How is it not? One team is 0-4 and, and the other one's one and three. How is it not fair? Let me see. Let me see. Jacksonville, Houston, Cincinnati, Baltimore. And Jacksonville has been basically in almost every game. Except for the Dolphins. That's because Fitzmagic owns the Jaguars. I'll pick I'll pick Texans over Jaguars. Okay. I'll take the Jags then. All right. Next up, we have the Indianapolis Colts versus the Cleveland Browns. So since who do you want? I'll pick now. I'm gonna take my boy Odell. I think they came through for me last week. I'm picking the Browns again. I don't think I like that pick. Man. Why not? I don't think I, want, I don't think I want to do that one. What is the Colts' record? Aren't they three and one as well? <sighs> man, it's you, a fair match. You know what? I feel this is very unfair. I don't really agree with these this week. Oh man! Why not? It's a you make it sound like I gave you like the COVID Titans versus the Buffalo Bills and said I'm picking the Bills. How about we do maybe Philly and Pittsburgh? I'm not doing that game. Why? Unless you're letting me choose the Steelers. What about okay? Look, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold, hold the phone. There's there's a there's a Monday night matchup. There's New Orleans versus the Chargers. I don't I don't like that game. Why? I don't feel like it's fair. Oh man. Okay. I, you I know what? Like For the sake of the show, whoever picks it. You know the Chargers and the Chargers are not as good as the Saints. Let's be real. They're not. Fine. You want the Browns? I'll give you the Browns. I'm I'm you know what? You you've been losing so much. Let's we'll have it your way this week. <laughs> All right. Next up we have now we're gonna go with the home team. So we do this every week. We always do Dolphins and Giants. So Dolphins versus the 49ers. Who are you picking? Man, I think I might get swept this week because he's not gonna get swept. Who I'm, are you picking? We, no, we Ravens. have to pick, we have to pick our teams. Who said? That's the rule. We have to know that. If, if we you do, want to pick the 49ers, go ahead and pick them. If we have to pick, no, we're homers. We have to pick our teams. Why? No, no, no. That's not, that's not, what, we have, that's not what we said. We said we were going to pick the games with our teams. So you're picking the 49ers or the Dolphins. Are you going to go against your team? Your, I'm team, not, that, your team that could, one, they're playing the JV 49ers. Is Garoppolo playing? Garoppolo right now is not set to play. They're playing the JV 49. I'm gonna pick my team because we're that's the rule. We're supposed to pick our team. That's not the rule. Yes, it is. And you're and, and the next one, Giants versus Cowboys, and you're picking the Giants. That's what it is. I'm not picking the Giants. 
Yeah, you are. It's trying. That's the rule, though. That's not the rule. We're supposed. That was never the rule. The rule we're was, not supposed to be arguing about this during the show. This is something. <laughs> that was never the rule. The rule was that we're gonna pick on the games that our teams are in. Normally, of course, we're gonna pick. You know, the teams no. that are we're again. No, we're then we're erasing rule. Dolphins and Point Niners, and we're just gonna do those three top teams then. Why? Because the rule is you pick Dolphins and. So Giants. you don't. So wait, I'm gonna go everyone. A lion likes to talk crap about the Giants. But he doesn't want to pick them? Why not? Come on. I'm because, picking the Cowboys. Because they suck. I just So do the Cowboys? You're answering your own question. I talked shit about the Giants. I'm not going to pick the Giants. They suck. They have the, the second worst quarterback in their division. No. Sorry. So let's just take those Dolphins and 49ers out and just keep it at those three. Go ahead and keep them in. I'll, I'll root for the Panthers, Cowboys. Jaguars, Colts. No, go ahead and put them in. Why you, you're gonna pick the, the Giants? I don't. I don't think it's fair, and I feel like I'm being duped again. And you're not being and duped. It's being broadcasted right now on three different networks, and I'm being duped again because that was never the rule. The rule was we're gonna put the, those whatever our favorite team is in the lineup, and you pick what team you want to pick. Normally, we don't go against our team because why would a fan do that? But Melo is willing to do what it takes to win back. His goal, so what belongs around him. So you're going for your Giants. There we go. And everyone after season, right? No, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm giant. Are you picking Giants or Cowboys? And that's it. Last question. Go ahead. I'm obviously being duped here. So, so you're Giants. I'm picking the Giants. Yeah, and you have no faith in your team. I'm over here picking my team. I don't know why you don't pick your team. There you go. You, I got my faith. I had to convince him to to pick the Dolphins. And 49ers game. But yeah, of course. Again, America, you are seeing this. Wherever whatever country you're watching this from, you know you're being to this. duped here. You're not being duped to anything. Duped. Let me take a picture. Boom. It's all set up. All right. So final. You pick Falcons over Panthers. You picked Jaguars over Texans. You picked Browns over Colts. You picked Giants over Cowboys, and you're picking 49ers over the fence. Okay. All right, that's it. That's uh, halftime. I, mean, I said I was going to read this during halftime. <clears throat> Thank you for my wonderful drink. Our Josh Sellers Reserves Bourbon Barrel Aves Cabernet Sauvignon is made with our award-winning Cabernet. By aging in oak bourbon barrels for two months, the wine is enhanced with subtle notes of caramel, vanilla, and a hint of bourbon. The resulting Cabernet is bold, yet well-balanced, with scents of dark fruit and pepper and long finish. This is a four-quarters recommendation. Josh right exactly. here. Four-quarters seal of approval. Really great wine. Man, this game is how, going how much, on. How much uh, wine do we have left of that? It's almost done. All right, because we got to get to our second bottle, which has another story behind it, which I'll tell you when we get there. Well, you need to drink up, so I don't know if I'm supposed to. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm, you're drinking slow. I sense. guess people forgot. Uh, I, I just didn't want to, you know, make the same full mellow that I was last week, you know, getting caught on Instagram. We caught mellow slipping on that one. All right, guys. Halftime is over. We're going to see how things fall next week. The belt's coming back here, no matter what. Okay. He wants to, you know, try to do it with me. It's okay. 
Melo is going to come out on top. It's a spoiler alert. Okay. But let's go ahead and start quarter number three. And in quarter three, I'll make sure I get some white for that next week. <laughs> for quarter three, we're jumping into NFL. Oh, uh, uh, Buccaneers just lost. That means Nick Foles, baby. Wow. Coming up big against wow. Tampa Brady. Man, Nick Foles really owns this guy. Not as much as Eli Manning, though. That's true. But let's move on to quarter number three. Since we're talking NFL, why not? So first thing we're going to do is talk about who we believe, you know, is an early NFL MVP. We got four weeks where basically we are a quarter of the season done. So we're going to throw out a really early prediction out here of who we think deserves MVP at this moment. At this moment. 12 minutes on the clock. And you want me to go first? Sure, go right on ahead. I will give you the court. Well, the MVP is going to go to my guy from Seattle, well-deserving of it. He needs to be given an MVP. Russell Mother Ethan Wilson. He is the most valuable player in his team. 16 touchdowns already, two interceptions, undefeated. I don't know how else to tell you, a 75% completion rating. He deserves to be MVP. His best receiver is DJ Metcalf, a second-year receiver. Oh, because Metcalf's a bum now. I'm not saying he's a bum. I'm just saying he's not a, a number one star. Of course he is. He's a, what is he, number two in all in I'm saying, yards this year? Yes, he's having a great season right now, but you have to have a long season for me to consider you a superstar. You know, I'm not going to consider someone a superstar because they're having two, five, two, four good games. Uh, but I'm going to give it to Russell Wilson. He's very deserving of it. He's always getting disrespected. So give it to Russell Wilson. So obviously a line is wrong because it should not go to him, especially after his struggle. With the Dolphins. The Dolphins have a good defense. Go ahead. Okay. So, my MVP, and it's going to be the MVP at the end of the year, it's going to be none other than Aaron Rodgers. The man has put up, you want to talk about a guy who, what is it? Devontae Adams, I believe, hasn't been playing the last couple games. He's put up great numbers, they're winning by large margins. And he's doing what Aaron Rodgers always does. They're 4-0. You cannot stop that man. He's got 1,214 yards, 13 touchdowns. He, he's unstoppable at this point. So Aaron Rodgers is going to be the MVP. I'm not even going to say it. He is going to be the MVP. No. 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 Uh, Russell Wilson is going to stay consistent. I think Aaron Rodgers at one point might have a couple off games and might drop down a little bit. He's going to start facing some better competition. The Falcons is in competition. Come on, let's get out of here. They're, they have third string players at this point. Okay, but who has a who has a tougher division at this point? Think about it. Uh, your boy Russell has to go up against. Well, right now they're the JV 49ers. They have to go up against the Cardinals, and they have to go up against. But Rams. But that's why I'm saying Rogers is going to have a couple off games. He's going to start 
facing some tough competition. They're not going to play as well. And I think Russell Wilson. I, I think they're going to mop the Bears again. They're going to mop the Vikings again. And then the Lions. I don't know. The Bears just beat Tom Brizzle. Oh, you mean the Tom Brady that was down to the Chargers last week, right? That's yeah, but then he scored five touchdowns, so let's not talk bad about him. I'm just saying he had to come back. So what does that have to say about that Tampa Brady defense? Russell Wilson great. deserves an MVP. He's never been given an MVP. And it's just it's it's very it's just unfair to think that someone as good as Russell Wilson has not gotten an MVP yet. And this is his year. I this think is it's more his unfair year. that he's never got an MVP vote because he's had great seasons. But an MVP? Yeah. He has had a great defense every single year of his career. So, I'm sorry. You're expected to win. Sorry. All right. Well, let's move on to the NFC least, as we like to call it over here. We have a lot of people. The NFC least because they're the worst division in football, and it's not even close. This is probably like back-to-back-to-back to back to back years. Like the NFC least, the NFC. I'm sorry. It's not back to back years. The Eagles won like two years ago. The NFC East is so bad that it has me wanting to change the NFL playoff format that we will talk about later. But first, talk. We're going to talk about the NFC East first. Should the Cowboys change their coach, Mello? Go. I'm going to say no, just because it's only been four games. They haven't played a bunch of bums. They are going to play some this weekend, which, again, that's why I chose the Cowboys. Um, but Don't I, do I, that. I, do I, not do that. You chose the Giants. I don't think they should change their wow. coach so Skip Bayless, bro. I don't think they should change their coach so quickly because, again, there's still way too much season to go. They can literally win the division at 6-10. and 10. Let's be real. The way the division's going, the Eagles right now lead it with, what, 1-2-1. One, and one. And the Cowboys and Redskins are both tied with one and three. So they can literally win the division still, make the playoffs. And if they get hot at the right time, if everything goes cohesive for them, they can make a run. Their offense is stacked. There's no reason they should be where they're at right now. Besides the fact of they are getting, you know, outplayed. They can easily be 0-4. So I don't think that they need to change their coach. The Cowboys should be 0-4. What do you mean? I'm saying they easily could be 0-4. No, they should be 0-4. They could. They should be. You have the Atlanta Falcons who love to blow leads more than you know. Exactly. That's why. That's why the Cowboys are that bad. They should be 0-4. So tell me, you think they should fire Mike McCarthy already? Yes. I do. I believe they should fire Mike. You look like you struggled there more than the Cowboys do on Sunday. Opening the bottle? Yeah. My bad, man. Yeah, I have, I have an old school bottle opener. It's my five. We you know we gotta we gotta put it into the four quarters budget. If we're gonna because I'm gonna keep winning and we're gonna keep buying wine because I love wine. So excuse me. Oh, we didn't talk. Oh, we'll talk about that, I guess. Nothing. Talk about what? What I'm gonna get when I win next week. Okay. Oh, that's true. We didn't talk. Oh, that's a good we'll talk about an OT. You're right. All right. So should the Cowboys coach get fired? Absolutely. He was Awful the last the last couple of years with Aaron Rodgers. They had a 22 ranked defense 
with the Packers. And then when they brought in their new coach, all of a sudden that defense, pretty much the same defense, is ranked eighth. The Cowboys coach is having a problem adjusting to NFL football with the new ways being played, and he just can't handle it. He doesn't understand defense. They either need to bring a prime-time defensive coordinator, someone like Wade Phillips, someone like Rex Ryan, some guy who knows defense. Why are you laughing, bro? The Ryan's brothers are the best. I'm just saying someone like that or someone new who just knows how to handle defense because they are – I don't even think the Cowboys have a defense. I don't even know. I, I should be put out there. I, I'm, you know, They just came out. I think Xavier, uh, their, their, their safety came out and said that he can't go 70 plays. How is he not cut from the team? That is ridiculous. You're not even a star. How are you saying you can't go hard? They, he needs to cut that guy. They need to do – and I'm not someone who wants to fire people. It's just if you're going to tell me that you're not going to do your job – you shouldn't be on a team anyways. So they need to fire you. Run even more. Be like, okay, we're going to get you to that condition who's, where you can play that. Who's your – who's the Giants offensive coordinator? What's his name? Jason Garrett. He never started one and three ever. In the eight years that he was a Cowboys coach, he never went one and three. And people hate Jason Garrett as a Cowboys coach, and he never started this bad. So, yes, you got to fire that coach. And, but that's exactly our point. Jason Garrett might have not started 0-4 oh, – oh, I'm sorry, one and three – but at the end of the year, he blew it every single time. Well, at Maybe least at the end of the year is when he went. One at three. least he was so there. McCarthy, at least he was close. At this, McCarthy might, what if McCarthy right now wins out? He should be number one in the division. He can't play. He doesn't know how to handle defenses. If McCarthy wins twelve straight and they go thirteen and three, we're not having this conversation. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. And absolutely, I, he can do the opposite of what Jason Garrett did, where Jason Garrett had a good start but blew it at the end. Maybe you're right, but I'm not seeing that me, right now. I'm seeing awful football. Oh, that's what I'm seeing with Jason Garrett at the helm in New York. Let's not blame Jason Garrett. The fact that your quarterback is lousy and you have no running back. That so, first off, we have Saquon up until you know week two, and second, right. it's not our quarterback. Moving on in the NFC. Oh, no, 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 we're gonna go. Oh, we're gonna go. Yeah, we're gonna go to my team now. You want to talk about how lousy the Giants? Oh, so we're gonna have to move to the Giants next. Okay. You want to talk about how lousy uh, our quarterback is? Our quarterback. I'm gonna read you some. Uh, He's 0 and 4. That's how lousy your quarterback is. He's going for I'm going to read everyone out here, and you guys tell me which one of the two you know you might pick. So this is first quarterback, first 16 games of his career, 3-13. and 13. He's thrown 3,739 yards, 26 touchdowns, and 28 interceptions. <laughs> Wow, I'm embarrassed. Technical difficulties. Yes. So yeah, that three and thirteen, three thousand seven hundred thirty-nine yards thrown, twenty-six touchdowns, twenty-eight interceptions. This other quarterback, three and thirteen, three thousand nine hundred and sixteen yards, twenty-six touchdowns, seventeen interceptions. Which quarterback are you taking? One or two? I hear your comparison, and I'm not taking your quarterback. Do you know which is my quarterback? I don't care. I just I, I know your quarterback is in there, and I'm not taking them. Well, my quarterback's comparison there was to another Hall of Famer, which was Peyton Manning. He his first 16 games were guess what? Three and 13, 3,739 yards, 26 touchdowns. Oh, and look at that, 28 interceptions. Yes, and he so was back. Daniel Jones has the exact same record. More passing yards and less interceptions. So how are you going to tell me that through 16 games, when the Giants have no offensive line, our quarterback sucks? 
Because he does, and Peyton Manning and Peyton Manning sucked with those stats. It doesn't mean look, your quarterback, you're you get me riled up. I need to I need to calm down. I need to relax. Your quarterback. I'm not saying your quarterback doesn't have the potential to get better. I'm saying right now he sucks the same way but that Peyton Manning sucks. I can't blame him because he has no I can't blame line. him. No. It doesn't matter. No, of half the problem is your offensive line. Half the problem is your shitty quarterback. Oh, sorry. Pardon my French. Is your lousy quarterback. And he's just this close from being as bad as Dwayne Haskins, which leads me to should Washington have made a QB change? That's absurd that you just said that. He is not as bad. Should Daniel Jones is not even nowhere near being benched. But go ahead. Tell me. Should Dwayne Haskins have been benched? What is Rivera thinking? Should you know he moved on from Kyle Allen? What's going on? I think Rivera is thinking that he can still somehow win. Which I mean he can technically win the NFC East because he's right there. Anyone can win the NFC East East. So, man, I keep messing that up. Yeah, God, I know what it feels like to be a Dolphins fan right now. The, uh, yeah, I'd oh, rather be oh, a, a Dolphin fan oh, than a Giants fan. The scrutiny I gave you for How years. many times oh, listen, listen, hold on, hold on. It, it, How many know. undefeated seasons season does the wow. Giants have? We're oh gonna, we're gonna go to the past. Oh, uh, when was the last time the Dolphins won a Super Bowl? I'm gonna have three more minutes. Who cares? Of course you Who cares if you I was alive? That. It doesn't matter. I witnessed it because I saw the I saw the replays. I saw the, the the footage, and I went back and I replayed every season. I saw the statistics. I saw everything. I saw Zonka. I saw Greasy. I saw Legends. It was beautiful. Saw War Moon too, right? It was beautiful. Dolphins have the best season of all time for a team. But go ahead, tell me. Tell me about Dwayne Haskins. I want to hear. Should he be benched? Should he be given more time? What's going on? I think he should be given more time. I mean, I know they had trouble last season saying that he wasn't understanding the playbook. And I've never heard that up until Ocho Cinco when he was where? Oh, in the Patriots and in Miami. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I think you give this guy a chance. You drafted him. But I think Rivera's thinking, let me go with the guy that, you know, had last season in Carolina, he did well to some extent. You know what? A game manage and try to make these playoffs because if he makes the playoffs, it looks good on him. It looks like, yeah, we might have made the playoffs with you know six and ten or seven and nine, but we made the playoffs, we won out in our division. Yeah, I don't say this very often, but that's a great point, Melo. You're right. Uh, it's, it's a smart move to move uh, Kyle Allen as starter because the division is so bad that Kyle Allen might game manage you to a playoff run since this is a, the same playbook that he had when he was with the Panthers. So the learning curve is, is quicker for Kyle Allen to get put in the starting position than for Dwayne Haskins. I think Dwayne Haskins is a talented quarterback. I feel he has a chance, a potential to be a starting quarterback in the league again. Just unfortunately, I feel since the division is so bad, he figures I I could win some, a couple ball games here and make the playoffs. So was it a smart decision? Yes, because the division is so bad. But long term, I don't know what's going to happen with Dwayne Haskins and the trust and for his psyche also. You know, he's a young kid, and now you're benching him. Who knows what the ramifications he could he could happen. And this is what usually happens to Washington wrestling quarterbacks. Remember Jason Campbell? You know, he went through, what, eight wow. coaches at one point maybe? You know, it's yeah. – and I don't want him to have that same fate. You know, I don't wish – Bad juju on anyone except for Giants quarterbacks. I'm just kidding. But I, you know, unfortunately, 
Yeah, it was it was the right choice. It was the right choice. I feel you're gonna you're gonna you have a chance to make the playoffs in this lousy division. Why not go with a guy you trust? That's true. So and so, and so the Eagles, you know, the Eagles just sucks. So nothing else. Said. Just last <laughs> last thing for this quarter. Uh, tell me, what about the Eagles? Are they the best team in your division? No, the Eagles suck. <laughs> I mean, you have the they have the best quarterback. They do. They do have the best quarterback. Yeah. I will say, Carson. The best quarterback in the NFC East, least, East, East is Andy Dalton. <laughs> I he's made it to playoffs. I can't even argue that right now, man. I think you have a point. He's but a, he that. That's man. the end of the quarter. Moving on to quarter number four. How's your wine? Before I continue, uh, it's well. If you open up that bottle, every you know. Oh, yeah, yeah look at I almost got it open. Here, I'm going to be a Cowboys player right now. By the way, everyone watching, ooh, there we go. Ooh, let's see. Kenny, I went back to volume 10 and 11 from when a line came back. You guys both picked home teams in each episode, even if you knew your teams were outmatched. But it was not a rule that we had to pick them. No one ever said, hey, you got to pick your team. And Kenny, we never said it on live air, but when we were here – Talking about that strategy, we did say every week no. we were going to pick Giants nope. and Dolphins, and we back. were, and we were going to pick our home said. team. See, we I never think, said it on live air, though. But you see, what can you say here with the Bears? I didn't feel like they were outmatched with the Bears. I feel like the Giants could have, and they almost did beat the Bears. And the Dolphins almost beat the 49ers. The four, they haven't played the 49ers, you fool. I'm sorry, and they almost the beat the Seahawks. It was a close game against the Seahawks. But Switching I think, to the orange cup. I'm still sticking with blue, you know. I don't want to mix. I don't want to mix my wines. But yeah, see, I I didn't think the Bear, I didn't think the Giants were outmatched with the Bears. I yeah, this proven, one right? Apparently, it's a mellow story. Oh yeah. Oh, talk about an OT though. Oh, we'll talk about an OT. So, quarter number four. I guess we're gonna jump in. We're still gonna stick to a little bit of NFL because there's one more thing I want to talk about, and no, it's not COVID. It is. The NFL playoff format, which is something that me and the line talk about. <laughs> for sure, clear it up after. We we will have a rule for sure on the next episode. We're going to come to an agreement on whether we can choose Dolphins or Giants. But right now, I look right now. I'm saying let's just take off Giants. Let's take off Giants and Dolphin games. Let's just take it off. I'm saying it right now. Do you want to take them off? Yes or no? I have. There's two options. We either take them off. Or we do, which what I want to do is if we pick those games, you have to root for your team. I want to start going for it. So, wow, you four, see, he is the definition of Skip Bayless. Because four, if, if the, talking about the I NFL guarantee you, if the back. Cowboys win, he's going to, he's going to go, so going to go. If the Cowboys win, he's going to go, oh, this is so unfair. I want the Cowboys. But if the Giants win, he's going to go, yeah, <laughs> the rule is we get to pick Giants. Why, why, why? I, I wouldn't say that. What I would say is All you're right. forcing me to the Giants. Right. Quarter number four. Basically, yourself. Quarter, quarter number quattro. Everyone out there, please throw me fours for quarter four. Four. We're going to start talking MLB. Nope, we're not. We're going to finish off with NFL. Oh, wow. Because, We're going to continue? Yes, because there's something there that we can talk about. Yeah, but we could have waited till next week. It's not anything. The fans don't want to wait till next week. What What are we going to talk about then, Melo? It is the NFL playoff format. And it's well, in that case, I'm going to make this one a 15-minute quarter. Let me set the clock. 15 minutes, go. Whoa. 
expecting that. But all right, so basically, we were talking about how bad the NFC East is, and they are. Everyone in the division is bad. Like I said, the Giants at 0-4 still have a chance of making the playoffs. So the question was whether or not if, let's say, whoever comes out of the NFC East comes out at 6-10, and they're playing, let's say, the 49ers, who might have a 10 and 16 victory, a 10 and 16 record. Let's say it's the Cowboys. The Cowboys will have a home game against the 49ers in the playoffs. Is that fair or should they change it? Well, I, you know, fine. I'm, I'm happy you brought this up because me and Melo, we actually spoke about this on Tuesday, Monday, Monday Night Football, watching Monday Night Football. Uh, for the Eagles and 49ers game, and we brought up this conversation, and I feel like I I think that if you have a losing record in your division and you end up winning your division, and I'm going to go with as far as saying if you have a tie 8-8 eight and eight record. So I'm going to consider – I know 8-8 eight eight is a winning record, but I'm going to go as far as saying if you have an 8-8 eight eight record in your division or less, you should not have home court you can be a wild card team. You are all, you you for sure make the playoffs. You can make the playoffs because you didn't win your division. And one of the wild card teams who had a, actually a great winning record, they take the home court advantage. Now I know that seems a little crazy. So the best outcome would be the top eight teams. How many teams make in each division? Is it eight? Like is it like uh, basketball? I believe it's seven now. Whatever the case may be, but if it's Wait the no. tops. It's the first four and then two. So it was six. Yeah, I think they expanded to seven. So if it's the top six or seven teams, whatever the case may be, if it's seven, right? Uh, you rank them how they are. No matter the division, no matter the leader, you rank top seven teams. And if you're a top, are you dancing over there, bro? The wine hitting you? The I'm top because you're wrong. The top okay. seven teams, the top seven teams, you rank them. And then the whatever your division record is will determine tiebreakers and things like that. But there has to be a change. You can't be an eight and eight team and be ahead of a of a wildcard team that's winning. You can't be in a division like the NFC least and just make it to the playoffs. I know that's how the Giants usually make it. I know that's their MO, but go ahead. Number one, that's not how they make it. They've won the the last two Super Bowls through the wild card. So they've earned their spot. Number two, I don't think it's fair because let's say again this season you might you might have where the NFC West is gonna have three teams over 500. So you're saying that if a division winner win, I mean yeah, division winner wins their division, but they don't they're six and ten, but there's seven other teams ahead of them with a better record, they don't deserve to make the playoffs. They won their division, they did their job. Yes, and they win should win your division. It wasn't get the best record. No, it's win your division to make the playoffs. So I think what you're saying is wrong. They deserve to make it. They deserve a home game because they won their division. They did what they had to do. That's it. I, I don't I don't I'm sorry, I just don't agree with that. Yes, they won their division, but they won it in a lousy way. And I'm not you see, and I'm not saying it's a win. And it but, okay, but you see on my on my first example, I'm not saying you don't make the playoffs. I'm saying you make the playoffs, but you just don't get home court advantage, and it's not fair. You have an eight-eight record in a lousy so, division. Yeah, but basically what you're saying is what they should get the seventh seed and then go up against number two. Yeah, yeah. I mean no, that's that's in my oh, sure, yeah, actually, yeah. 
I don't think that's fair. I think it's fair. You, you, you did not have a good you record. Did, it doesn't matter. You won your division. I'm not going to do with that. You okay. Won your division. But I'm saying that's only it's only if you go eight and eight or lower. If you have a if you have like a nine and seven record. You win your division. It's if you have an eight and eight record or lower, where it's just unfair. Like you couldn't even have a winning record to be nine and seven. You're eight you and eight. You could have had a tough schedule. You don't. I don't care. Just, well, that that that's a but but that that's something. Play into it. Man, you get me so hyped. That's just something that we can say about any division. Oh, I had a rough record. We're not gonna. We don't judge it by oh, we had a rough record. That's not how the NFL works, and you know it. I'm sorry. No, if you win your division, you did your job. All right, you we'll get a home court advantage. I'm sorry, home field advantage. Moving on to the current MLB picture. Uh, clearly, me and Melo have been completely wrong about this because we decided to be homers and go with our hearts and go with passion and go with what we thought was going to be fun, which I promise you guys I will never do again. I, I should have thought logically. Right now, it's bad. It's just bad. You know, the Marlins are... The, the Atlanta Braves are just sweeping. And not the, just sweeping. They're leaving the, – well, they left the Marlins twice scoreless. The National League. They're just sweeping the National League. And the Astros have found the new way of cheating. I'm just kidding. Uh, hopefully they're not cheating. We don't know that. They're, I know we don't. I'm just messing around. But they're winning, and they're playing well. And now the Yankees won today. We'll miss them 2-2, which means we have hope that one of our teams makes it. You know, so <laughs> thoughts thoughts on the on the on MLB baseball and how how wrong we were on this podcast. And I'm so sorry about that. That we were so passionate, and it, it's because of the quarantine. We were hot. We were feeling good. We wanted to just go with our emotions, but that will not happen again. I'll definitely say I went completely homer because obviously I picked the Marlins. I did pick LA, which I'm looking good right now. But then I picked the. A's. Oh, you're right. I did go with the dog with the Padres because I was from San Diego. Exactly. That was. I remember going with Houston being eliminated in the first one just because I don't think a bunch of cheaters should have even been allowed in the playoffs. I agree. And you know what? We should talk about that in our next podcast. I have a lot to say about the Astros, but go ahead. Unless you want to talk about it now. Uh, I mean, we have 15 minutes, so let's just – well, once we finish up here. We actually have about nine minutes, but – We shouldn't have – they shouldn't have been allowed. I feel like all their stuff got swept under the rug, so I didn't want to see them anywhere near the postseason or even succeeding. So to see them in the – American League Championship Series is very upsetting. By the way, update. In the bottom of the seventh inning, Dodgers are winning 8-3. So right now it's looking like Dodgers might advance, but I might still be – I still have a chance to be right about the Padres. Stranger things have happened. So – Marlins, Cubs. Let's hope there's a there's – a, there's, hope there's a Dodger. I mean, there's oh, no there's, there's no fans. There's no fans, so there's God no God damn it. All you got is cutouts out there, so oh, unless man. one of those cutouts is going to put their hand out. But luckily the Yankees pulled out the win today. I'm really hoping they pull out the win tomorrow because, man, baseball's looking bad. I'm actually going to put the game on the big screen right now. <laughs> baseball's looking bad for all of us. But uh, you know what? How about how are you enjoying the fast-paced baseball? How are you enjoying that it, the game is back to back to back? Are you liking it? Are you not liking it? Tell me. So, and as a let's say just a baseball fan perspective, I'm loving it because from 2 p.m. all the way up until one in the morning, there's sports going on. I don't care if it's baseball. I don't care if it's hockey. I don't care if it's uh, cricket or uh, curling, I'm going to watch it and I'm going to enjoy it. 
that's just who I am. So for me, I'm loving it that it's every single day. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm loving that it's every single day, back to back to back. And you have, you know, it's giving these teams more, I don't want to say competitive edge, but like it's making the managers have to coach more, be like, okay, who do I have to put in? Who do I have to watch? Because you're going back to back. You're not going one day, getting two days rest, and then going another starter. There's no going three starters for five games. No. But you know what? I love uh, postseason baseball when it comes to when it comes to the playoffs like this. That was redundant. I love postseason baseball. Um, it's the wine. <laughs> Sorry, guys. When it comes to the fourth quarter and we're drinking this much, it, you know things get a little hazy. Uh, I actually love. I hear what you're saying. And there is more strategy strategy to it, but I do don't smile like that because last I'm week saying, last week it was me. This it's you. not me. I'm, I haven't embarrassed myself yet. Uh, but I will say back to my point. Uh, I love stories like Josh Beckett in three games, you know, coming out and winning, and he's just one of many pitchers who have done it. And I I do love that storyline. Uh, so I'm gonna go with I. Love that it's fast-paced and you're watching game, 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 which we're not used to because with football, you have to wait a week. With basketball, we have every two days, stuff like that. So it's been fun watching them speed it up. But baseball is a type of different sport that I actually enjoy stories like, oh, uh, there's also strategy in picking can this pitcher go on three days rest. And, you know, so as much as I, 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 I'm not disagreeing with you because I feel like you have a point with what you said. I just also love the fact that there's pitchers who can go on three days rest and you bank on them. No, you're absolutely right. I just, I like that there's more strategy now to it than just that. Yeah, you, I, you're right. You're right. There's a lot of strategy, but I feel that. And you, I mean, you even, you even might, depending on what team it was, I can't, I feel like the Marlins might have had one of those days where you're going to have a, a complete bullpen day where. You don't have another starter, so you're just gonna go straight up bullpen. And I kind of like to see that. BC it's so much, it's so people that you don't normally see. So you're thinking every two or three innings, you're getting a new pitcher in. There. So as a diehard baseball fan, yes, that's awesome for people like us. We will notice that. But as for people who aren't diehard baseball fans, they kind of want to see the big names. You kind of want to see, you know, big stars coming out and playing every three games, and it's more of a storyline. Uh, so I agree with you. As, as a baseball fan, it's it's flipping awesome seeing that. But as a casual fan and as someone, who, you know, a fan who's a kind of just a bandwagoner, which is – there's nothing wrong with being a bandwagon fan. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people who's, who talk bad about bandwagon fans. But me, Martin fan, Heat fan, you didn't watch any games. You want to join the postseason and, and, and give the excitement and bring that positive juju. I don't Absolutely, care because it might actually turn you into a real fan. Exactly. So I don't mind bad wearing fans. And that's why I lean towards the I kind of like having, you know, three game rest and having those storylines. But you're right. As, as a as a diehard baseball fan, as someone who lives on watching the postseason and, and these great games when I was a kid, uh, I. I, I would love to see. I'm I, I'm enjoying seeing what I'm seeing now. And you know what? It's you know what? Now you're kind of making me backtrack because now that I'm thinking about it, throughout the postseason, there hasn't really been those games like in previous years where you know game one and two 
one of the teams is just murdering the other. And then game three, four, and five, another team just comes back and fights. You know, it's just been since it's back to back to back, you're just getting like there's no rest, just going out there. You're right. And, so and you know maybe, what? Maybe you know you have a point to why it might be not. It might be great. Yeah, and, and spread it out, not do it so fast paced. And to go off of what you're saying, if you're actually, I didn't think about that, but you're right, man. I can't imagine losing on a Monday, then losing on Tuesday, and then not having between those days to get your team together, rather than think of a new strategy. It's just game, game, game. Which I don't know any other sport that that has ever done that. It's the postseason. You want that day rest. You want players to, you know, start thinking positive to start, you know, let's make some changes. And now it's just game, 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 game. And and now you're also doing things that you probably wouldn't do in the season. You know, you're just trying to figure things out. Well, no, I feel like it's stuff you would probably do in the season, just stuff you wouldn't do in the postseason. Got, oh, gosh, you got you. You would do extra things, how to be like, okay, you saw this guy this week, you know, how to prep for him for the next game and stuff like that. Like, there's well, none of that now. Well, moving on to our – our next topic, uh, XFL 2022, The Rock. I we should have talked about that, and that's your boy. That is my boy. That's man. your idol right there. We haven't. I do love How the do Rock. you feel about him purchasing the NFL from Vincent Kennedy McMahon for man. basically chump change of what The Rock makes? Honestly, I thought it was. I thought it was a great idea, man, because the XFL was actually entertaining. If you're a football fan, it brought a new aspect, a new view on how to play the game. It had some great ideas. As I would actually watch it with my roommate back in in uh, San Diego. Uh, me and Ty would just be there watching the games, and we would actually enjoy some of the things they brought. It brought a new uh, aspect to the game. So I am excited that he's doing it, and I'm excited that he's waiting till 2022. That's a smart move. Some people might think, oh, do the bubble, do this. Why? Give it a year. Figure out, you know, COVID, see if it gets better, and then 2022, bring it back. There's no other competition to the NFL, and the XFL had great ideas. I've actually been a diehard XFL fan since it first came out. I remember being at Dolphin Mall with my mom, seeing an XFL ball, and I had a vintage XFL ball, black with the red with the red stripes on the side, red XFL. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. And the fact that Vince McMahon brought it back, and it was better, was awesome. So, so you remember he hates me then. Oh, man, Rod <laughs> Smart was awesome, man. The fact that I remember his full name, he went to the Panthers. I loved using him on Madden. That was awesome. I actually, I wish they would keep that idea with, with the name in the back. I love that idea. Man, that was awesome. That. But I like that, you know, Vince decided, you know, let's make some changes. Oh, that was 15 minutes already? Yeah, man. Wow. I know. You, you always get whatever about 15 minutes, but, man, we talk so much. That... I don't get whatever. I'm just saying. I thought it might have been, man, I thought it was too much. But anyway, we're still going to finish this off. I loved. I'm not even going to put a timer. Let's <laughs> just finish off when we're finished. I love that the rock bottom. I thought, oh, the rock bottom. You love that the rock bottom. Oh, and I'm the one who's drunk, <laughs> and you can't even speak English I right said now. the rock bottom. And you, rock said, bottom? you said the rock bottom. Yeah, I said, you know, with Miami slang. Come on now. Hmm. 305. Anyway, um, I loved it and I feel like he for the price that he paid, he bought an entire league. It wasn't one team. An entire that's what blew my mind. I was like, man, the rock got a steal. And if there's anyone that can make this work, it's that man. Because he's gonna put everything he has behind it 
And if it doesn't succeed, you know what? You can't say he didn't give it his 100%. But knowing him, that is going to succeed. He's going to be able to – and it's what he says, which I love, is it's a second chance for guys like him that didn't get that push in the NFL because they just weren't there. Yeah. They weren't ready. So I love that, and I love that for this league. So I'm, I'm extremely excited. I was super excited. I was watching it at work all the time yeah, man. when the games were playing. And it was Saturday and Sunday. It wasn't just one day. It was both days. So it was so fun to watch. I love the kickoff. I love the extra point. Did you? Yeah. I think I think I love the original kickoff, man. I remember when it was uh, you put the ball. Oh, and I was to see who got the ball. That was cool to see who got the ball first. Ah, oh, you're right. You're right. They were chased right. to see, and which I yeah, it's but a, I love that. that, that that's, I love yeah, that. But I'm saying I love the kickoff that it's just one straight line. You got a guy in the back, and if he cuts through, he's going to the house. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. But I also also like the extra points that we can go for. You know, I love one, the, two, or three. Yes, and I, I love. That. I also love the the in in talk commentary where you go to the oh, players. Yes. That was oh, awesome. And then you can hear you can hear what the coaches were saying to the players. I yes, thought that was awesome. awesome. My favorite thing is always gonna be I forgot what team it was, but the guy had just thrown like his second interception of the game. <laughs> yeah. And they go to him and they're like, hey man, how are you feeling after the second interception? And he's like, How do you think I feel, man? <laughs> and then yeah, there was cool. always some guy did some crazy dance and they went to go talk to him after and they were so it's like, like it was yeah. such a different feel that you don't get cool. from the NFL. It's so I don't even want to say it, like just different and great to see that you don't normally see, you know on the NFL and it makes things interesting. Yep. So let's move on to OT OT. OT OT. There's never much love when we get to OT. OT OT. And I'm gonna start off OT by calling out Kenny. Because Ooh. he said I went back to volume 10 and 11 when a line came back. He knows how I feel about when he says a line because he knows I'm I'm uncle online. Unk. I'm Come on unk. Now. I'm unk. So I'm gonna call out my I'm gonna call out my nephew, my nephew. Know what it is? He's not trying to show us bias. I love. He's him. not trying to make you feel bad by like saying that you know Melo's right. That's my that's boy. Melo, well, you're never right. I know. That's Kenny, my boy, Kenny. Kenny. I love him. He's recovering from a shoulder injury. He still got it. He's going through rehab. He's got it. amazing facility. It's getting better. Kenny that's knows that, that Melo. That boy's an athlete. He has some uncle jeans. He got the unk jeans. Yeah, he does. You just gotta get the goggles. All right. So the first. Oh, come on! Why you gotta bring that up, man? Why you gotta bring up high school days, man? Don't, don't talk about them goggles. Can't talk about that metal love. I wanna. Don't, don't get it. Get, don't get I'm gonna. I'm gonna do. A, I'm gonna do. A, I'm, I'm first. I wanna start off OT by saying we did not watch Tenant. Unfortunately, we had the NBA playoffs and COVID, on. the theater problem. You know, we you know we couldn't find a place to watch it. It was rough. We're definitely gonna get to. To that, we're gonna try to watch Tenet as soon as possible, and we're gonna go with our review because we love movies. Uh, but moving on to the next topic, we have <laughs> all right, so we have two cases here we got the Tory Lane's case, and we got the baby blue from Pretty 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 Ricky. What, which one do you want to talk about, Tory Lane's or, or I'm gonna baby just start blue? with Tory Lane's and then I'll go on to baby blue. So let, let's uh do this part. all right. So Tory Lane's, he recently, oh, oh Tory Lane's, he recently was in a altercation situation with Megan the Stallion where apparently he popped off his gun, shot around her foot. Maybe, maybe something happened where bullet fragments went on her foot and he recently got charged for it. And 
man. How did Charlemagne donkey of the day? I mean, has Charlemagne done that? I don't even know. Charlemagne the God, he should give this man donkey of the day. I don't know. <laughs> What is, I feel like we need one of those. Man, if he really, if he really – what is wrong with this guy? I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I, Tory Lanez, I've been listening to his mixtapes for a while, and he actually does some pretty good music. He has some great, like – But – like, but, I don't know the word. Like, come on. remixes. Come but. on, man. What, you take out your gun. To, what are you doing, dude? If these allegations are true, I'm, I'm going to say allegations. Megan Thee Stallion said this is what he did. I'm not sure if she's going to be a witness to the case. You know, as, as the in-house legal strategist of fourth quarters, I don't know what's going to happen. But I will say, Tory Lanez, you deserve donkey of the year. This is true. You rightfully deserve to be charged if it is true. But I am not going to say you're guilty. I'm just going to say if it's true, you definitely are a donkey of the day. And we probably should stop saying that because that's not even our thing. You're right. So I'm going to go with my line of the day. I'm sorry, Don, no, is that what you, you know what? We could have gone with Giants of the Day. <laughs> I don't know why we're going to go with Align of the Day. So mine is going to be Baby Blue. You guys might not know him by that name, but he was in the well-known band of Pretty, 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 Ricky. Pretty, 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 Ricky. Man, I love that movie, man. On the 305, 5 oh, in the morning. Oh, man, Jazz you know is what time it was. Jazz is hurt that we did not watch Tenet. Damn, I know that's I know I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. We're gonna make it up. We're gonna watch Tenants. I promise we're gonna do it. But yes, Baby Blue from Pretty Ricky got charged with a scheme. So it's just mind-boggling. So with everything that was going on, there was this payment protection program loan thing that the government was doing. And this man, Baby Blue decided to do it not once but he apparently did it twice and it's more than 24 million dollars worth of a scheme wow so he right now is on that struggle bus and back in august baby blue apparently was i want to get this right he was reportedly alleged to have physically assaulted a woman that he was seeing who was pregnant with his child and punched her in the stomach while she was pregnant. Like, what are you doing, baby blue? Uh, I remember. Uh, did Pleasure P do something? Was it slick him high? Like, come on, man. Slick him high. <laughs> like, I don't understand, man. Baby blue, you had it so good. Miami loved you. Man, you didn't have to do this. You didn't have to try to con anybody. You were who you were. We knew it. We loved you for it. Ugh. I know, man. I, I, if these allegations are true or whatever happens, I don't like calling people guilty until whatever happens happens in the court of law. It's unfortunate, you know. Uh, all I really, all I really base this on is on his music and his, and they're talented. I loved. I know. I used to. I still listen to Pretty Ricky, man. Those back to back albums were so good. What's your favorite Pretty Ricky song? Man, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I got you. My favorite Pretty Ricky song. Actually, I used to sing this. Blue Stars are on the hotline. Like which album? I can, oh, it's for sure Blue Star, OG album. Uh, but on the hotline, I know that song word for word. I'm not even going to get started with that. But my favorite Pretty Ricky song. Um, I used to sing this song with, with uh, my, my best friend, Jose. We call him Match. 
uh, and I would sing. We we used to sing the whole song in lunchtime when we went to South Miami or South I Miami Cobras. Wait to hear this, man. It's called Get You Right. Oh, okay. Listen, week one, we, we, we sing the whole album from Grind With Me to Can't Live Without You. By, by the way, I'm sorry, through. it wasn't called On the Highlight, it was Late Night Special. That was her album. We used to sing both albums from front to back, front to back, back, front to back, everything. And uh, Get You Right probably is my favorite Pretty Riggy song. Uh, but yeah, oh, man. Or, or <laughs> Cookie Cutter Girl. But it, does, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't have... It doesn't, it doesn't have pleasure P in it, Ooh, oh, which is that. awful. Oh, Daphne. That's my girl right there. What's up, girl? No, me. Oh, boy. Hey, this is a P. Wow, really? Allegedly. That is, I love that word. This is a PG show, Daphne. Everybody take a shot whenever I say allegedly. Allegedly. But yes, what's up, Daphne? I miss you, girl. So for me, man, I don't know. I really liked. There's so many songs I loved it. She would like grind on me. Like, <laughs> we'll play it later. I mean, we'll listen. To, we'll listen to it later. <laughs> so I know from late night special, obviously on the hotline was a good one. But I like, can I put a little bit of pressure on you? On yeah. you? Are you ready? Hey, cause I'm ready. Hey. Can so, I put a little peer pressure on you? Bro, don't get me started, dude. And you're not I, even drinking your wine. What do you think I am? And okay. then the other one that I really like was Call Me. Oh, so, oh, so you like. Juicy party, oh, baby. Call me. Oh, so you're a big fan of the second album then. What do you mean, Call Me was on the first one? Call Me was on Blue Stars. That's why I said. You're right, you're right. You're right, you're right, right, right. I was confusing it for another one. Okay, okay. Oh, man, Pretty Ricky. Shout out to Pretty Ricky. I, I love them. And then there was, you know, on, well, on the second album, you had uh, Love Like Hunt. God. Yeah, Love Like Hunt. Listen, oh, let's not get started with Pretty Ricky. We, uh, we, we can go on another tangent on Pretty Ricky. All right, so my next question is, you said you were going to tell us about the story with Sterling. So they were another, uh, sorry, I'll here. They were another uh, winery. Don't my wine bottle. What's wrong with this guy? This was another winery that was affected, obviously, by the fires. But the big thing about this one was that this past Emmys, they were the hosts. Like, they were, like, sponsored by them, the Emmys, this past year. I forgot when it was September or whatever. This is the wine everyone was drinking. So we're drinking the wine of, you know, plenty of Emmy Award winners. Wow. Like I know Schist that. Creek wow. And Glow. There All we those go. great shows. I had so no that's idea. Exactly why, you know. So you brought me a fancy wine. Thank you. That's what we get when we're winners. We get award-winning wines because I'm a champion, and that's what we deserve. So thank you, Melo, for bringing me Sterling wine. That was a great story. This is Sterling Vintners Collection, built by the hand touch of our winemakers from select vineyards to create a wine of balance and elegance. Sip our Cabernet and savor the lush blackberry, cherry, and blackcurrant aromas underlined with notes of vanilla and spice. That is beautiful. Thank you so much, Melo. Thank you. So let's talk about, so hypothetically, okay, if you win halftime, which you won't, what would you like to drink next week? Well, let's see. I definitely want to go for wine again. <laughs> 
What are you laughing at? No, no, nothing. Just saying because you know it's not gonna happen. But you know, uh, I think you know what. Let me switch it up. Let me get another white wine. White wine. Another white wine. Yes. Let me get. Let me. You know, bring me some white wine. Something refreshing. Something good. Another type of white wine. Not what you brought last time. I got you. I, it's not gonna happen. But if it does, I already have what I have in mind. Okay. What anyway, do you want? I'm gonna double down on what I wanted last week. You want the champagne and orange juice. I want Mimosa Pappy to come out on four quarters and show the world. What a true champion looks like. What a true champion drinks. Wait, what a true champion celebrates with. So you want champagne? A little bit of the bubbly. So you want some champagne? Some champagne with that spray of OJ. With spray of OJ. Man, I'm going to get you a legit champagne with legit OJ. So I got you. I got you. I want a little bit of that bubbly. If you want. If you want. All right. Went. So we want everybody to know we actually have something coming up, which Metal did without me previously. Some dumb bracket he did with whoever was on the show. And I don't know disrespect to whoever was here and did a bracket without me. But come on, we all know everybody watches the show because I'm in it. And we're going to have another special before it was best TV shows. And I don't know what greatest dumb TV greatest TV show of all time. And we're going to redo that. In a later time, so we can forget about whatever he did, we're gonna do it again. But this time, we're gonna do best Halloween movie. Uh, so far, we don't have the movies yet. We're gonna go through it, we're gonna see what movies we all enjoy. We're gonna have four different brackets. We're gonna do it NCAA style, and we're gonna do it the week of Halloween. It's gonna be the week of October 26th, and we're gonna have four different brackets, and it's gonna be awesome. And we're going to come up with it. It's going to be the OT for that night. And we were supposed to talk about our favorite yeah, Halloween well, movie. I feel like because it's 1-1, one, one, we're going to need a special guest to break the tie. That's a good idea. Whoa, my bad. <laughs> That's a great idea. We're going to see who the we're special guest is. Special guest, we're going to you think know, about it. It neutral special guest because we don't need you know any of this biasness. That you're right. You're right. Somebody neutral. Oh, wow. Okay. We're going to find someone neutral. For any tiebreakers but uh yeah i can't wait so let's not talk about our favorite movies we'll wait to that because we are already an hour 45 minutes in old in an ot so let's take a final sip do you have any final words uh well no yeah actually you know what before we leave i don't care if it takes another 11 minutes we are apparently running out two hours every single week kind of want to talk about what's going on in our lives i don't really have much uh, but I'll start first, and then we can go to you, because I know it's a big week for you. And I want to, so me, no, don't have much going on right now. Work's been slow and just living life. But it's October. I love October. I love the spooky season. <laughs> There's no Halloween Horror Nights, and that's been my thing for, like, years and years and years of going every single year. I don't know what's going to happen with Halloween this year. So I decided to take it upon myself. And I said, okay, I know it started late, it started yesterday. I said, I'm going to watch a horror movie every single night. And then on my Twitter, I've been talking about it. I review it and say whether or not you should watch it, whether it was good, and I give it a little story. Why do you put your Twitter on the page? Or on the page? Okay. Uh, I'll just say it. It's, my Twitter is at DJMello540. It's my thing for everything. 
djmelo 540 And I just say, again, every single night, just throwing out a movie out there, whatever horror, Halloween, whatever it is, watch it, get a review out, and that's what I've been doing. Trying to keep myself busy besides the four-quarter show, which I love. So if you want to check that out, I'll let you know what movie to watch, what not to watch. Hey, it's Halloween. I feel like this is a time that, you know, y'all get to love, y'all get to be something that you're not. You get to get scared, feel that adrenaline rush that you don't get from just any normal month or any normal week. So, so how about you, my friend? What have you been to? Man, I've been up to study for the bar. Florida bar still hasn't happened. We have it next Tuesday, which is why we're going to have four quarters next Thursday. Again, not on Tuesday like we're supposed to. I'll probably be tired that day after the exam, and I won't be able to focus and, and do four quarters the way I love, which is why we weren't able to do it last Tuesday. I've been studying. You know, I, I really wanted to show up Tuesday, but I didn't want to give you guys a half a half ass line, not something with energy, the, you know, the, the positivity I like to give. So we're going to do it again next Thursday. And then after that, we're going to show up on Tuesday. And I really wanted to do it on Tuesdays. It's after Monday Night Football. I feel like Tuesdays will be a great night. Unless you guys don't agree with it, let us know what you think. Uh, but all we want to do is improve the show. That's other things that I got going on right now. I just want to think about improving the show, adding more things that you guys you know agree with, uh, maybe getting some HD cameras in here, making everything a little better. I really want this to be the best show possible, the best sound. We're going to bring another mic in. Hopefully it sounds better. Uh, but yeah, right now just studying with the bar, um, hanging around with the most amazing person, Daphne. I'm so lucky that you know we're able to be together, and she brings so much joy and so much life, and I really appreciate everything she does. So I don't know how things would be without her positivity in my life. So thank you, thank you. Uh, other than that, man, that's all really I got going on. And as much as it sounds like I have nothing going on, that takes a lot of time. You know, studying for that exam because it's literally all I got. But then once that's done, uh, man, it's going to be full focus on law, uh, full focus on the podcast. And I'm just excited. I'm excited once this exam is done to give you all a better show. And hopefully we start growing and giving more amazing things. Oh, and also uh, I got a lot of things going on with my amazing nephew, Kenny. Man, he is my life. I appreciate him so much. And I just want him to get better. Just like everyone, you know, going on right now, we all have different things in our lives that might bring us down. Just know, you, you know, it's a mountain. Life is a mountain and you got to keep climbing. And as much as we all think that it's the end or, you know, we can't overcome it, man, just keep grinding, keep climbing, keep climbing, keep climbing. You know, stay humble and just keep climbing. So uh, there's, it's going to be, uh, it, it always gets better. As much as it look, it's it yes, it, it it gets bad and bad and bad. But if someone who has lived a crazy life, you know, things just it, it'll get better. So always just keep a positive mindset when your times are tough. So you know, shout out to my nephew. I love him. He's an amazing man. He's going to be an amazing person, and I can't wait to have him in the podcast. He uh, he he is such a he is man. His mind is amazing. The way he thinks, man, it's crazy. So I would love to have him on the podcast one day. I know, unfortunately, he won't be the Halloween one because he probably will be biased. He say he won't be, but come on, you know, you, you love me. You know, you better <laughs> pick what I think. I'm just kidding. I know if, if somebody's perfect, it'll be him, but you're right. We got to pick someone unbiased. So uh, shout out to everyone. Shout out to everybody watching. Thank you, Danny. Man, Danny, amazing. 
love Danny. We play flag football together. And I know he has a lot going on too. So just the fact that he's such a great friend and brings the positivity to watch the show with us. I really do appreciate you, Danny. Love you. Great friend. Uh, he actually took care of my dog, Kobe, like two weeks ago. So I really appreciate him. When I went to Pensacola, he watched Kobe and Kobe misses him. As a matter of fact, Kobe does. Kobe now he'll grab a toy and walk to me. And he had never done that until Danny was around. So Danny would, must have been playing with him for a while. So I got to talk to Danny and figure out what he did. But other than that, that's all I got. You know, love all our followers. Thank you. And hopefully we keep growing. Absolutely. So with that said, I'll take a drink. what he said. Drink. Cheers, brother. And shout out to the, the best co-host I got. The host with the most is okay. right here. I like your new background, though. I no, see right. that. Uh, I see uh, that, uh, man. I see that. You're moving on up, man. You're just staring me down. That's why I know I'm going to win. Wash you right there. Like I said, I want to chime in on what he said. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Yes, Danny and Danny, Danny from, yes, yes. That's Ozzy's okay. brother. Sorry, go ahead. It's okay. Chime in on what the line said. Thank you, everyone, for watching. I know he brings a really big audience more than I do. That's not true. I'm not I actually get a lot of compliments about you. And... Most importantly, I want you guys all to, you know, send your love, send your prayers to him. Tuesday is going to be a big freaking day. Not not for us, not for, but for him. And there's nothing more I want for him than Tuesday to go smoothly. So everyone out there, Thank Tuesday, you. I want you to be thinking about a line. If you have his number, shoot him a message. If not, send something through the comments, through the four quarters, IG. It's going to get to him. We're all rooting for you, man. This is, it's not halftime. It's none of that. We're rooting for you on Tuesday, man. I know you're going to come through this. And that's you. what I'm so excited about. For. Thank you. All right. That's Woo. four quarters. Thank you so much to my brother, Melo. Love you. Love you too, brother. All right. Thank you, everybody, for watching. We'll see you next Thursday. Peace out, everybody.